Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. Of course you are, right? Except for those of you who have a cold or something, or maybe something more serious. But I'm not going to get into that. Well, it's kind of... Uh, kind of iffy today. Blue skies shining on me. Maybe it'll stay that way. I hope so. It's Oklahoma, you know. You never know. So, haven't had a game still. Hopefully to play tonight. So, we will see how that goes. And I've been thinking about magic. Magic as... Something you have to have in a role-playing game. Now, we know that's not true, but is it? That's the whole thing. And I'm going to talk about that after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. See, D&D started with fantasy, because basically that's what Gary and Dave were into as far as reading material and things like that. That and wargaming, and that didn't, that didn't, that wasn't, it was inspiration, but it wasn't really conducive to role play, to a role playing game. But because they read, you know, the Howards and the Liebers and the you know all that, so they had, they dealt with with fantasy, so that's how D and D turned out. And it took quite a while for people to realize, hey, there's other genres aside from fantasy and sci-fi. Now, when I say magic, and I'm wondering if magic really needs to be in a game. Now, I mean, when I say magic, let's define terms here. Now. When I say magic, I mean anything supernatural. That could be extended into alien powers, anything that's a substitute for magic, too, like alien powers in a sci-fi game, mutations in a post-apocalyptic game, etc., etc., etc. But sometimes I just feel that magic is emphasized too much. There are games out there without magic, Oh, that also includes superpowers, because, hey, you know. Now, there's stuff out there without magic. I mean, things like the spy genre and other things like that. But can you get away without running magic at all? Even things like Gangbusters comes up with a supernatural option, although it fits in with the period of supernatural. And I should... Like, there's magic, then there's supernatural, which is something that you don't have, but the enemy does. You know, kind of like Kolchak or something like that, where you're going up against things with powers beyond the ken of mortal man, as they say. So, can you get along without magic? Sure. 
Do you have to have a substitution for magic? No. But some people think so. That's why they play supers or they play post-apocalyptic or or something else with those kind of things in there. Now, if you're playing, say, something like the spy genre, that's pretty serious. And I don't see very much in the way of magic, if at all. Now, the pulp, the pulp genre tends to play fast and loose with that. You can have a pulp game, and I plan to have pulp games, without much magic at all in them, hardly at all. But they do have a compensation. It's called gadgeteering. It's science. Because science is kind of a substitution for magic anyway. Because you've got all these crazy gadgeteers and mad scientists and things, and they do things that, you know, ordinarily that people wouldn't do in the real world. You know, physics be damned, pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, think about that. Do you need magic in your game? Can you run a fantasy game without magic? You probably can. You know, you emphasize the fighting more, I guess. Say there isn't wizards or or clerics or priests who throw spells. So, I mean, in Astonishing Swordsman, yes, we have wizards and things like that, and magicians. But you could easily run it without those classes, without that system, I think. And it all depends on what kind of magic you run, too. If you're running fancy and magic with the spell slots, or if you're running something with spell points or things like that. It, it, it all depends on the feel. But a lot of people think that, you know, it isn't, ma- it isn't fantasy without magic. Either guys, both guys casting spells and magical monsters that do different things and blah, 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 blah. But there's plenty of cases out there where normal men go up against supernatural creatures. Look at the... Uh, Look at the Greeks and the Romans with their tales of heroes who go up. They may have magical weapons or armor and stuff, but they don't have any powers themselves. They are equipped to deal with these supernatural things. So there's that. Anyway, next time you play D&D or some other game like that, think about it. Could you really be happy? I'm not talking about low magic. I'm talking about no magic. Would you be happy playing in a game without magic? That That is the fantasy genre. I'm going to say fantasy specifically because you've already established that there's some genres genres out there where you don't mean ma- need magic, like the spies, like the Western. I mean, yeah, Deadlands aside, you can do a Western or something like that, some other type of thing. Anyway, that, those are thoughts on magic. I'm going to go start my day. So, it's a short one, yeah. So, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help out with this program, and I would appreciate it. Thanks again, Jonathan Dorje, Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Soros, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Daniel Reynolds, Dan Gregg, Benjamin Brodell, and the big John Allen Large. Don't forget about Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognard Podcast. And don't forget Mark C. Wal- to listen to Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Albear and John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? 
comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.